What is up, guys? It is Sunday, the 26th of November, and this is the Snappy Tech Podcast, episode number 21. Now, there's a bit of echo in this room, so you'll have to excuse me. However, you may be wondering why I'm in this room. That is because on Tuesday, we did a Twitch stream. If you go to twitch.tv slash snappytech, or one word, you will see it. It was a six-hour stream of myself, Emily Hester, who you may have remembered was a guest a couple of weeks ago, and the person we have with us today, the amazing Paul Stubbington. Hey. Hey, Paul. Hello, everyone. So, there's a few couple of differences in this episode. This is the last episode before I go to Georgia, or technically, I'm already on my way to Georgia. This episode is pre-recorded and isn't live like every other episode of podcast thus far. However, there are some key benefits to this that you'll be experiencing throughout this episode. First of all, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice it's in 4K instead of a regular 1080p because we're not live streaming it, which means we can do 4K. My video looks a lot better. Paul's video looks like Paul. And the audio is better as well. I'm recording on my end as usual, but Paul is recording via Audacity on his end, and it means that we can put the audio together afterwards, and it just sounds a lot better, as well as looking better, which means although we're not live, we get a slightly higher quality podcast this week, so... It's it's a win-win situation, I guess. However, we do have some topics to talk about, and this will very much be like a regular episode of a Snappy Tech podcast where we'll just go with the flow of a conversation and, you know, have some fun. This will probably be a more conversive episode than usual, because it is just myself and Paul, and we tend to get lost in conversation when we're talking. It's just, Paul is just so dreamy, guys. So... <laughs> We're gonna well, start if you off... listened to the podcast last week, apparently I am. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to start off with the OnePlus 5T. It was unveiled last week. Um, it's, it's, it's not a very exciting device, but the longer it's been out and the more I've been thinking about it, the, the more impressive it becomes. So the reviews released this week, they've all been generally good there haven't been many bad things to say about the phone it's 449 pounds for the cheap version 500 for the expensive version the difference being you get six gigabytes or eight gigabytes of ram and 64 or 128 gigabytes of storage otherwise they are exactly the same uh, which is a good start on top of that you then get the massive display now they've gone full bezel um so instead of having the like what basically looks like an iPhone 8 or 7, but with like a flattened home button. It now goes slightly more edge to edge, which is nice. Uh, the only issue of that being that the home button is now on the back. However, they didn't do a Samsung and they put it in the right position. So we, I spoke with Benjamin Abawaji, ha, said his name. <laughs> and you got it right. And I got it right. Look at me go. So I spoke with him... Uh, a couple of podcasts ago about the OnePlus 5T, and we were both not very excited about the phone. Now, considering the price at £450 for the low-end version, it's still not an exciting phone, but it is a compelling phone in the sense that it makes sense to buy, as opposed to doing something amazing. It has flagship specs at literally half the price of the Note 8. It's crazy, right? Come on, it's it's not just me thinking that. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, oh well, we I said before the starting of recording about this is the same price as the last time, right? Yeah. Um, I, I I was pretty sure it was, but sort of having to double check. But 
of course, because the few times they've knocked it up slightly, but this time they've kept it the same price, and it is just so compelling. Uh, and they're just carrying on doing what OnePlus do and giving us a flagship phone at a below flagship price. And I I'm just can't believe that they've not put it up whatsoever this time. Um, it, it makes it, as you say, all the more compelling to, to buy. I think part of this is the response to criticism, right? The difference between the yeah. 3 and the 3T was minimal. But they bumped up the price between those. And I know that I think that was what triggered it. And the OnePlus 5T is a really good phone. I'm kind of tired with the T variant because that's the second time uh, they've done it in two years. And it means they've been releasing a phone every six months. And that to me just feels too frequent. They're doing. But they're doing something that just doesn't make sense from a consumer standpoint. If I was to buy one of their phones, and then six months later they've released another new phone, then I kind of, I kind of feel cheated. Yeah. Um, See, I would like it if they were sending us the phones because it means we oh, get yeah. them all the more regular. Well done. Yeah, OnePlus. If you ever need a, if you ever need a review on Snappy Tech, send a phone my way. I'll give and, you my Georgian address. <laughs> yeah, well, considering you're in Georgia, and it'd probably be cheaper for them to send it here i'll happily review no no no. it's, um, it's cheaper in georgia because they send it from the chinese warehouse no it's cheaper in england trust me you'll have to send it to my address <laughs> uh which i will happily offer you uh if it means you sending me free ship oh man but yeah the, the display is uh 2160 by 1080 so it's about 18 by 9 made by samsung so it's an amoled and then outside of that it's basically a generic you know do, um flagship device it's got a snapdragon 835 six or eight gigabytes of ram uh the massive display runs android um nougat um however android oreo has been promised for um early next year with the first beta by the end of the year i think this is this is something that's actually worth discussing now that i think about it um android oreo is such a big change not due to like the the surface, but under the surface, it's a massive change. With Project Treble allowing manufacturers to basically make their OS a separate module to Android itself, right? And and that implementation takes such a long time that we're seeing devices that you know should ship with Android Oreo because they're coming out in this time frame, not shipping with Android Oreo. Um, and I think in, in this one situation, in this one instance, it makes sense. And hopefully what that will mean is going forward, we will have quicker um, we will have quicker updates. The other great thing is we also get, um, and this was on XDA uh, this week, it also means we get stock Android on every device like the next day. Making ROMs has become infinitely easier. Um, Huawei and Honor, their new their Oreo devices support uh, Project Treble, and it means that literally the day after the Honor Nine got Android Oreo, they got it running stock Android, and a Huawei phone running stock Android to me sounds amazing. Like that is the combination I need because as much as um, what's it called MIUI, MIUI, something like that. As much as that's gotten better, it's just just no. Like I've got my OnePlus One running stock Android right now, 
stock Android Oreo, and it runs so well. Yeah, of course, I used stock Android for two years, um, having, of course, having had the next 6P, and I do like having stock Android. It is so much nicer to use. Um, though I do like some of the extra features that you get with the overlays. However, in some cases, like Samsung's um, uh, TouchWise... Touchwiz. Yeah. Uh, Touchwiz is what it used to be called. It's now called the Samsung Experience. It can call, be called Touchwiz in in my. Opinion. Oh yeah, no, I still call yeah. it Touchwiz. <laughs> so <laughs> that so parts of it are nice. Um, however, it's a very thick skin, so having that option is lovely. And uh, be, I can't. And it's it's really it's interesting that. because I keep going back to the Android Oreo on the OnePlus One. Like, it's not that the device is faster, it's that it feels smoother, because there's less on the top, right? When you're, when I'm, like, playing a heavy game, like, you can feel, you can tell it's not as powerful. But, like, just going through day-to-day use through the OS feels so much smoother in the OnePlus One, which is crazy to me, because it's, like, four years old. It may also be because it doesn't have a cracked screen that might help no, the, no, the smoothness. That's, that's nothing to do with it. No, because it, it was it felt less smooth before. As Actually, well. that that had the cracked screen before anyway. Oh, and that too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to remind people you're an idiot. No, yeah, I, I was waiting for you to make a cracked screen joke. I was like, that's going to be one at some point. <laughs> Sorry, I, it it was really funny. I really hope it cracks them up. <sighs> that was just bad. That wasn't even. <laughs> That wasn't even one of those bad jokes where you're like, oh, I kind of get the funny part there. It was just bad. Well, no, they get the funny part. They just probably won't laugh at it. Oh, just a heads up. If you're watching this and wondering why I keep reaching to my right uh, behind this uh, curtain, it's because it's where my mouse is right now. So every time I do this, it's because I'm controlling the screen. And then I've got my keyboard on my lap right now being balanced. This isn't exactly the most um, ergonomic of setups, if I'm being honest. Outside of that, the OnePlus 5T... um, However, has a 3300 milliamp hour battery. Not the biggest, not the smallest. It, it's a decent size. Dash charging, which is still ridiculously fast. And my personal favorite, uh, two rear cameras, which kind of confuses me because they're both the same, but they're not. Um, so they're both the same focal length. So instead of doing what LG does, which is one normal, one ultra wide, or what Samsung does, which is one normal, one zoom. They've done one normal, one normal. <laughs> but they've been set up slightly differently. Yes. Yeah, so uh, here's the weird thing, right? So their, their, their software setup is different. Um, and their hardware setup is also technically different, right? So there's one which is 16 megapixels, which is the main camera, and has a slightly smaller, uh, yeah, slightly smaller aperture at f1.7. And then there's the 20 megapixel camera, which is f1.6, so a slightly larger aperture uh, to allow in more light. However, the pixels are smaller, right? Because it's 20 megapixels in the same amount of space instead of 16. So each pixel is probably getting about the same amount of light, if not slightly less. So it actually works out to being basically the same. Having said that... um... (laughs) 
I'm guessing OnePlus have thought this through. I hope so. That... I really well, hope they have, because it kind of sounds like they haven't, I'll be honest. Yeah, it, it does seem like something that is quite obvious, and you would hope they've um, realised that, and that there's actually reason behind it, um, that they've probably uh, just done it to increase the um, the picture quality in the low light, uh, that there is probably good reason for it. Um, frankly, I'm not a camera engineer, so I can't really pull them up on it. <laughs> um, I, you'd hope it's not as bad as it sounds. It just sounds like completely just stupid. It's, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I'm not sure why they've done it. I'm trying to see if they're DxO Mark created because they they touted working together with DxO Mark. However, most people do now. Yeah. Apart from However, I can't seem to find a rating. Oh, hang on. That's no. That's one plus five. I can't see anything with one plus five T. Oh, and also, actually, what I will say is they tweeted out yesterday, I believe it was, or was it a? Let me just find out. It was a forum post that was. Let me share it with the audience here. So this is a forum post. I should mention I'm working with one display right now. So if you see me go into OBS uh, to like. C- come in and out of it it's because i'm usually on two displays and i'm working off one this massive 4k television that's right behind the camera um so they're saying that the uh carl pay co-founder of oneplus said that they're listening to feedback and they're looking for um to make a bunch of rollouts for camera improvements in december which surprisingly is also saying that um razor said like a week ago Min Liang Tan saying exactly the same thing almost exactly a week ago it's a real it's a real normal statement to make it is however the best selling OnePlus phone of all time so congrats to them um the other thing I wanted to point out um was this is what it looks like it's a full display it's great look at those dual cameras on the back uh they look basically the same like it's 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 a really bizarre addition to make in my opinion, at least. Um, however, it's the hand we've been dealt, and it's it's again for four hundred and fifty quid. It it comes with a headphone jack. So how do you say no to that? <laughs> like, let's be real here. Could, can you say no to that? Because I can't. Um, I could. Um, however, I'd be an idiot. Right. And you're already an idiot, so you probably could. Shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, they've also fixed uh, the jelly scrolling. Um, so that sounds was... like a really good dessert, to be honest. So the reason it, it's not, unfortunately, the issue oh. was they put in the screen upside down on the One Plus Five. Literally, it was literally upside down. Yeah, and it that's... meant that when you scrolled, like things would like squish and then, um, like unsquish. Um, so yeah, this year it's been mounted the right way around again. <laughs> Congrats to them. And then the other great thing of that I was going to say is it's got a 16 megapixel selfie camera as well, which is great if you are if you ever need that Snapchat. Hit me up, uh, OnePlus. I need some help with my Snapchat video. Um, would be greatly appreciated. It doesn't have wireless charging. Not surprising considering it's got a full metal build. Uh, has the switch for uh, like muting it and putting yeah. it into normal 
but the navigation buttons are slightly closer together, which is a bit wrong. Um, but yeah, outside of that, it's basically the same. I, I would certainly miss my uh, my wireless charging from it. Um, yeah, no, it, that's it definitely... An, it doesn't have an IP rating, right? It doesn't. However, what they I do will give, say... They do say it's quite good, don't they? It's it's not IP rated. And the reason is getting an IP rating is actually quite expensive. It's, it's yeah. one hell of a process. So uh, OnePlus is saying it's not IP rated, but it is the equivalent of IP67. They just oh, can't. Okay. They just can't say it's IP67. Yeah. Uh, Everyone has Samsung level. The OnePlus 5 had a very similar situation um, where they were like, this phone is actually really waterproof if you spill water on it. But OnePlus can't say it is because that's then. Yeah. They they need to basically pay for it. (laughs) It also means, though, if you do um, actually drop it into water by accident. It's a case of well, that's your stupid fault. We've not got any official certification to say that. Whereas, like with Samsung, you say, "Look, I put it in water and it died straight away." You say it, you can do that, so replace it. Kind of situation. They don't have to though. That's the thing. So sorry if you're watching this. I just adjusted my webcam. I think they they don't even remotely. First of all, water damage isn't covered under warranty. Second of all, IP rating is actually um, a very fluid, get it? Because it's water certification. It's a very fluid situation in the sense that just because it's IP67 rated when you bought it, two years from now, it might not still be IP67, right? It might, you know, the glue might harden and crack or something might happen. That certification isn't a guarantee, it's a guideline. And the company that does that deals the certifications also says this. They say they they make it very clear that just because it's IP67 rated now doesn't mean it will be in two years time or even six months time. It can very quickly, you know, you get a slight crack on your phone and all of a sudden it's lost its rating. Mm. However, they do do bits of cover for it depending on when you do it because I, I don't think I, I, I think water uh, I think damage it... is excluded from all warranty um no because I, I i can't remember who was it that did it i knew someone that did actually um do was stupid enough to test their phone and it oh i did failed. that when i first got my s7 um yeah it, it actually failed and right. um they were kind of like yeah you've, you've only had this for a I think cause at this point it was still within the first month or something. So they actually, um, I can't remember if they replaced it. I was going to say that might have been part of the returns policy then. Yeah, I, the I, month. yeah I, th- I think it, because it was within the first month, they kind of had no between choice. The ret- yeah, um, though have it, because though still with the first month policy, it does come under, is kind of the warranty esque thing it is still water damage you're returning it for yeah so and, and I know there's going to be people trying to do that with the OnePlus and they won't have any cover for it I'm going to move my webcam slightly closer to me <laughs> let me just I love how this is saying oh that might be a bit too close but you'll have to live with it I love how this is just a feature of a podcast now 
webcam <laughs> adjustments with George. If I do that. The issue is I want to get like for oh nope, now you can see how messy the house is. Let's get a bit more of a curtain in. I move a table over. Oh look at this. That's better. Kind of. Now you can't see my face though. That is that, great. That's much better. There we are. That's what we were going for. Oh, was it? So, I don't know. It might have been. I hope it was. Uh, if I do that... Ooh. Now you can barely see the mic. Nope. Now I have to like lean towards it. Let's do this. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> this is the only podcast where adjusting the microphone and camera are part of the podcast. Fun fact. I could edit this out. But I probably won't, because I'm too lazy. <laughs> and because I'm on a flight in under 24 hours. So, I'm just busy. I can't help it. You could. I could, but... I, I, you know what? No. It's, it's going to be like an hour of 4K video that has to be re-rendered, because I'm going to be adjusting the audio on this. So, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. It's, it's, it'll be fine, mostly. Unless there's something really horrible. It would just You're be... You're really horrible. That is a fact. Correct. So, let's um. What am I doing? Let's, let's uh, move on. I, I'm just slowly scrolling through Facebook while you was doing that, and I've just come of across. Um, you know how you just get random like foods, like how to cook this kind of thing. There was yeah. like a um a pizza uh, burger or something like that. What? It looks so so appetizing. Does it though? Does it really? Wait, yes, it yes it does. Um, okay, this is now part of the podcast. I guess so. You're gonna have to Facebook it over to me. Yeah, I can't believe done. we're actually doing this. <laughs> it just, oh, that doesn't look good at all. I'll be honest. It it just does. It doesn't though. Oh, hang on. Let me mute it. No, shut up. I need to mute it. Hang on. But it just Man. it just looks like such a like filling, uh, filling, um, pizza. It's just it, like, it doesn't though. It, it just it looks lovely. Stop lying looks, to yourself, really, George. I, oh my god, no! Stop lying to yourself. Okay, bacon. That's that's all right. I can deal with the bacon. Yeah, you got bacon. You've got the burger. You've got the cheese. Pepperoni's is... a bit. Eh. What is happening? Well, ooh, don't want pickles in my pizza or mustard. Yeah, there was more of uh, like. The thing is, that's their choice of stuff. I wouldn't choose to put the pickles what and is stuff this? like that. However, I would love a like the the burger, meat, the the cheese, no. the bacon. No, just... nobody wants this. I'm making this for you before you go away to Georgia now. Or that way tomorrow. Yeah, I, actually, I can't be. Asked so unless to you're today. making it tonight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get it shipped over to you for Christmas. Oh God, please don't. I will You're just going to open it up and it's going to really reassure your hatred for oh, it. Oh no. Oh, that is horrible. You are a bad, bad man. <laughs> that sounds oh, like the start of a porno, frankly. No, it's it's from a movie. I forget which movie. But it's from a movie. Um, I don't know. I can't remember which one though. So let's, on the subject of Facebook, I guess that's um, that's a good segue into Facebook... See, I knew Removing that. Removing the ability to delete... Hang on, let me just... 
removing the ability to delete Facebook posts. Uh, there was a bug at some point this week, roughly six days ago, actually. That's the last Sunday. Because we're recording this the day before. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. I said we're recording it, but it's the day prior because I fly out uh, 5 p.m. <gasps> on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, so Facebook accidentally removed the ability to delete Facebook posts. It was a bug. Um, it was an accident. People thought that Facebook were rolling out the ability to, or the inability to delete Facebook posts. People thought that Facebook was going to make your posts permanent forever. Uh, So I have a couple of questions for you. First of all, if Facebook posts were permanent forever, how screwed are you? And second of all, why would they have done it? Why would that have been an option? Who would have sat there and gone, let's make this happen? So, firstly, I don't post on Facebook. At most, I share a post. And even then, I don't tend to do it. I just like other people's posts because... Twitter is better, frankly. Um, Ooh, shade. <laughs> I prefer posting on Twitter. And luckily, they don't accidentally forget to add delete. Um, so... No, they do. They, they've never added an edit, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is an upside <laughs> of Facebook. Um, but, I, yeah, no one would think that's a good idea. At most, it would be like an April Fool's thing. Where it'd yeah. just be active for April Fool's Day, um, and so many people would be screwed for that day. Oh, oh that'd be great. That 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 would be the best April Fool because, I, I like, I guarantee so. you, there's like that one person who posts, "I'm pregnant, April Fools," but like they don't put the April Fools in, right? And then, oh yes, and then what ends up happening is like they go to like. That, no, they need to get rid of edit as well. So you can't edit or delete, right? Because then they go to like hit edit to write April Fools on at the end, and they can't. So then they go to delete it, and they can't do that either. And so there's like families being like, "Oh my god, you're pregnant!" Well, That's what there, we there also needs to be a uh, limit to how much you can post within like a five minute period, because otherwise, like as soon as you realise. Uh, but no, like you can only post like once in like five minutes or something like that. So like wh- um, when they realise and go to be like uh, post another one, being like, no, that was a typo. I was meant to say I'm pregnant. April Fools. Um, so like they can't do that. Yeah, maybe. I'm we sure should work on Facebook sure and Twitter. Out. Oh, we totally we, should. We, we? we should be freelancers. There, there's a there's a there's a huge misconception though. Which is that... We have good have... ideas. No, that too. But not specifically in this situation. But we have freedom over what's... Well, freedom to delete what we put on the internet. Right? Mm. Is that the best way to phrase it? Like, you know, when we put something on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or whatever, there's a delete button. And everyone is sort of under the assumption that when you click that delete button, it is deleted. It's gone forever. The, the, the matter of fact is that's just not true, right? When you delete something, what Facebook does is they probably have a database somewhere and one of the columns in the database is, is deleted, question mark, and that's a one or a zero. So if you delete it, what actually happens is they just <coughs> change with that. You okay there? <coughs> Quick finish before I die. Uh, <coughs> might just wait for you to die, I'll be honest. That can be the finale. That's it. That's that's the end of a podcast forever. Uh, 
Paul died. The podcast died with him. <laughs> it was one hell of a tribute. <laughs> but um, I think it's more of a case of if we had that on the podcast, YouTube would probably block your IP forever. Nah, no, not a chance. You'd be surprised. You can actually that's something we need to talk about at some point as well. Uh, but we can circle around to that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's this idea that you know what actually happens. They just like write a one or a zero in that column. And if it's a zero, then the post is there. And if it's a one, uh, you deleted it and it's gone forever on Facebook, but they've still got it on their servers. Um, Yeah, it's either that or they just add like um, an asterisk in front of it or hash. Yeah, it'll it'll be something. Uh, It'll be something uh, like encoding if you add a hash at the start of the line. It means that's just a a comment. Um, So it wouldn't actually show up. So they might have a system... Along so yeah, lines. it'll be something like that. So and and the the way they can prove it, I'm not sure if it still does it now. But there used to be a period of time back when Facebook was still young, where if you deleted a post but had the link to the post, right, that that URL would still work for about a week after you deleted the post. Um, you know, you couldn't do anything with it. It was like, but you could see it, right. Mm. And if you like went on to like delete it again, it would say already deleted. And you'd be like, wait a second, something's wrong here. Um, but yeah, Facebook posts, let's be honest, are never being deleted. Uh, the ability to delete Facebook posts was accidentally hidden by some people, for some people, because it was a bug. However, it's no longer there. You can delete posts all as well. If you can't do it via your computer, you can do it on mobile. You can do it through your smart TV. You will be fine. Does anyone actually use the browser on their smart TV more than I just do. to like show it off randomly? Just... I use it to navigate to like not. Oh, hang on. Oh! Bless you. Uh, thank you. I use it to navigate to uh, websites. Like I, I use Reddit through my TV quite a bit. Because I then use it to redirect to websites uh, through Reddit. So I go from Reddit to slash r slash soccer streams. Uh, and I totally legally, because I already have a Sky subscription, however, uh, I, I, I don't have access to it because reasons. Um, this sounds legitimate. I just Please use my dad's Sky. Lucky. Sky, just don't sue me. I'd highly appreciate it. Um, so and then through that I then watch it on the TV basically which is the only reason I use that yeah I just as I say I just use my dad's sky login yeah we don't we don't have proper TV in this house we just use Freeview because um, there's nothing on premium TV apart from the Russell Howard hour like lately there's nothing on Sky or Virgin Media that I really want to watch and Netflix um, is Basically, uh, yeah, and Netflix anyway. has basically everything else. Uh, the Russell Howard Hour, however, although it's on Sky One, is also on YouTube. Uh, it's banned in the UK. However, I was in Georgia last week and I caught up. Oh yeah, I forget. Yeah, so, so you have the downsides of in in Georgia. You can't get things like iPlayer because that's only free for uh, there. But you can get basically everything on iPlayer elsewhere in the world just on youtube it's it's not yeah that's literally it like they they were upload they are uploading 
four episodes are like Waterloo Road, for example. Yeah, I actually yeah. noticed that. That is in great. full quality as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Me and my sister was sat down like watching Waterloo Road together. Yeah, I, I, I was actually when I noticed they were doing that, I was kind of like, I've not watched like I've, I actually did rewatch it at one point, but I was like, I've not seen this in a few years now, um, since basically shortly after it went off air. Yeah. So I was like, actually, you know what? Let's uh, let's download this. That show collector. was one of my guilty pleasures. Like, yeah, it was, it was I, one I, of those shows you watch, but you don't really want people knowing you watch. Yeah, no, it, it's it's one of those shows where you kind of like, why the fuck am I enjoying this? Yet you yeah, can't basically. help but go back and watch it. Yeah, I think I follow a couple of the people on like Instagram as well. I think I follow. Actually, no, I used to follow one of them. Um, who was in like the Scottish um, season, like the last one there? Yeah. Because um, like most of the people there, or that did Waterloo Road, are either ended up in another soap or just doing nothing. Um, yeah. Like Dante and stuff is now in. I think Dante's in Emmerdale. I think I noticed the other day. Oh, my yeah, mum was watching I, it. I love me some Emmerdale. Yeah, I I love all of the other soaps too. They're so f- no, they're just shit. Um. Like the only reason I ever watched Waterloo Road is because I'd be watching it and I'd be like, well, at least my school isn't like this. <laughs> yeah, I think the only reason I watched Waterloo Road is because it was, it wasn't as like bullshit as the other one uh, or the other soaps that are on TV because mm. most of the soaps have been running for like thirty years at this point. Yeah, there's a lot um, of catching up to do at this point. Yeah, so a lot of them are kind of like, they bring, bring in an old character and it's kind of like, okay, so I have no idea who you are. But most of it is, they've been on TV for so long, all of their things are redone. Basically, yeah, plot everyone's, are everyone's fucking someone and um, or killed someone. It's just, yeah. it pisses me off so much. At least Walter Road, they never really reused stuff. That yeah, badly. They were, they were around for what, like twelve seasons or something, or eight uh, seasons? Ten. Oh wow, that was right in the middle of my two guesses. <laughs> Look at me go. I actually so knew on, though. On average, so I was right. Uh, so I'll just have you know, you're right. It is ten. Yeah. Oh, I remember what it is. It's because they were like split into three parters. Because they were like split into terms. Yeah. Well, usually it was in some seasons. It was in two parts. Some season in three. I think one season was in three or something. Because yeah. that's what I, I remember it being like in parts, being really confused. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so I need to add water to your road to my watch list now. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, the average viewership uh, dropped by one million over the course of ten seasons, which isn't that bad, to be fair. Yeah. What What were they getting in the first place? Dro- though? From four point six to three point six. 4.6. That's still pretty good. I think the issue is they peaked around season 7. So season 7 got 5.1. And then they and decided then, to move. And then, yeah, and then they decided to move. So it went from 5.1 to 4.4 to 4.1 to 3.6. So they dropped 1.5 million viewers over four seasons. Uh, so I assume at that point they just decided it wasn't worth it anymore. And this is no longer a technology yeah. podcast. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> they had we some really... technology in the show. <laughs> we talked about tech at some point. 
Well, they, they, they had technology in Waterloo Road. They had like an IT suite. Um, we can talk about oh, that. Oh, I remember the reason I wanted to talk about this though, because I wanted to mention I've forgotten his name. Wait, I'll see it in a second. Bob. They had um, the guy who played in the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. Um, oh, the guy's name? name, but yeah, I know who you mean. And that guy, and you know, so he's. I'm not sure what he's doing now. Fuck all, like the rest of them. I don't think so, because I think I've seen him somewhere. What? Let me get his name, we'll find out. Tommy Knight. That's the one. He was in some BBC show as well. And he was in Victoria as well. That's what I remembered him being in. Oh, okay. Um, so he was in Victoria, which came out in 2016. Uh, let me, let me, let's take a look at his filmography. He was in Victoria. He was in Doctors, apparently. Yeah, most of them. Um yeah. He was in Waterloo Road, obviously. But yeah, because I I remember first seeing him on Waterloo Road. 2012, bloody hell. I forgot um, Angus Dayton was in it. Who's that? Um, He's the guy who hosted the first couple of seasons of Would I Lie to You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got him, I got him. I I don't know his name, but I know the guy, yeah. Yeah, he was great. He he wasn't great. He uh, he used to work with uh, Brian Atkinson. Yeah, he was a bit of a dick, but he's yeah. he's great. Most of them are. He had to be a Chinese girlfriend, mm. who uh, uh, who who actually who Tommy Knight's character made out with. I remember this because <laughs> like they like. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> wow, we've really strayed from tech here. <laughs> let, let me uh, let me rein us back in at least a little bit. So guys, the went, gossip hits. I don't know how we went from Facebook to. Sarah Jane Adventures and Waterloo Road. However, um, what I will say is, in good news, broadband firms have been told to ditch misleading speed ads um, in the UK. So ISPs tend to say you can get up to 38 megabits per second or up to 52 megabits per second. Now, the way this works currently is up to is whatever the, uh, the top 10% of customers actually receive. So if the top 10% get 52 megabits, then they can write up to 52 megabits. In future, that will be changed. It, has to, it will have to be um, what at least half of customers get at peak times. So it... it the internet speed is realistically what's the slowest it will be as opposed to if you're really dreaming what's the fastest it will be the advertising standards authority looked into it and said basically that using up to was extremely misleading um which i tend to agree with we're actually right on the end of our line our internet line runs like down the street to us so we're like the last node so we get the slowest internet along the street Luckily for us, it's not that much of a difference. It's like we get 320 instead of 350 or something um, at like that, that end. So it's not too big an issue. Um, but it, it, it just shows it, it'll, be a, it'll be a clearer way of making sure that ISPs aren't fudging the numbers a little. Yeah, I, I think um, one 
at this point who actually trusts those numbers anyway. Oh yeah, that too, right? However, um, I know it's hard for them to actually give you a good estimate of what speed you're actually going to get without actually going to the house and chesting it there. Um, However, um, it will help people figure out a bit more. Um, because at also... the moment it's just you have no idea what speed you're going to get until you get them uh, this generally. is also a line speed thing right so this is how quick the line will be not necessarily like you know my connection in my house because that's fair enough right because if yeah. you know even for me if I'm upstairs my internet connection is slightly slower than if I'm here right now because my my uh, PC is just ethernet port ethernet cabled into the rotor so that's yeah, you know, that's that's understandable. It's it's the speed that is going into the home as opposed to the speed that someone on a device would get, which which makes sense to me in this context. Yeah, yeah I, I think to to say where you what speed you're going to get in the house is a bit unfair. Um, I, I I cable in, so I get basically the speed we get into the house, um, which is very useful. Um, though uh, one thing I would actually like to note something because I have been looking at internet. Um, previously, uh, because of the fact that um, I'm moving soon, hopefully. Um, so do you what... have a moving date yet? And still no. Hey. So um, one of the so things I'm going to be that... moving to Georgia before you move to like down the road, basically, or practically down the road compared to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I've noticed with Plusnet, at least, they actually offer. A minimum guaranteed line speed um right. which they um if you look into it it says about this is based on where you are uh where the house is um where the box is in comparison to the house and a bunch of data that uh bt have um that allows them to calculate it yeah. um and it used to be 44 i've just looked it's now 40 um apparently Ooh. but they they have already changed it to you can get estimated download speed of 48 to 68 on the maximum package so now yeah. they're actually giving you a general guideline um figure yeah. rather than a just a random hopeful what figure I, what i found interesting was andrew ferguson the editor of um think broadband went to the trouble and and thank you andrew for doing this went to the trouble of calculating um roughly where the ballpark would be when they change the up to to what people actually get yeah so the 38 megabit per second which i believe is sky's speed if i'm not mistaken will drop from 38 to somewhere between 24 and 30 and then uh services are about 76 which i think is one of virgin medias will drop to between 45 and 55 and the one that really gets me is the ones that advertise that up to 17 megabit per second uh, will be dropped or could drop as far as 6 megabits per second under the new rules. Yeah. Um, it's just... I know, I know they have different speeds depending on what you're paying for. But that, like some of these speeds, you're paying for the same line that people paying for higher speeds are paying for yeah no about yeah. like the fact that they can be so much lower 
Like if you're paying for thirty six and but there is a tariff for seventy six and people are getting over thirty six, you shouldn't be expected to drop down to like uh, what was the thirty six figure? Was it twenty ish? Uh, twenty four to thirty. Okay, so you you shouldn't be expected to drop as low as twenty four, like two thirds to up to speed. It's a bit yeah, yeah. Not fun. No, it's it's definitely been a matter of trying to make the internet seem as quick as possible as opposed to actually making the network faster. Luckily, we have it better than the US, though, and I'm going to now lead into a topic that Paul didn't really want to talk about, which is the FCC and net neutrality. You're welcome, Paul. (laughs) Okay, where's the hang-up button? (laughs) Hang-up. Okay. Actually, shall I just start messing up my recording? Oh, don't do that. That'd be a real pain. Okay, is there a warp sound? Feature. I think there actually is actually, uh, but not until after you've recorded it, like after you stop recording. Um, but yeah, so net neutrality—that was a thing that happened this week. It was a a big talking point. It was all over Reddit on Wednesday, I believe. Was it Wednesday? Might have been Thursday. I can't recall. I'll be honest. Um, however, so I I actually chimed in on this, and if you were looking at the Snappy Tech YouTube channel, you would have noticed. Um, because on let me just double check when this was uh this week it was this week yes it's a couple of days ago yeah so Uh, so i'm not wrong am i so where is this i can't find it oh it might have just been on snappy tech Uh, i can't find it oh here it is two days ago uh so i tweeted it on the 22nd uh, which was actually three days ago. So on Wednesday, if you went to the Snappy Tech channel, you'd have noticed there was a lack of videos. There was precisely one. It's a video I'm quite proud of, personally. I think it's a good video. I quite like it. It's called Net Neutrality Sucks, except it doesn't. And I, I, I feel like I did a, a halfway decent job of explaining the situation, or at least I, I hope I did. Um, I did link to materials, uh, which meant that if you felt like I didn't explain it very well, you could find... Um, materials, materials. Yeah, materials like this. Yeah. Sort of this. Mm. So you know, I, I I tried, I guess, and that was a really bad pun. Never never make a joke ever again. Um, but yeah, so it was it was a video I felt. Whoops, it was the video I felt was necessary to make. Um, let me just pull it up here. Ta-da! Here it is. Look, let me mute it. Look, I'm talking. And then there's a bit... There were like a couple of moments in this where I was like, oh, look at me go. Like there was... um, there was, Wait for it, hang on. So I'm more of a fact with Paul, if you want the link, if you go to my uh, Twitter, to the Snappy Tech Twitter, no. it's like the second last tweet. Um, I, I can't find the bit. There's like a bit where I'm talking about like degraded quality and I drop the bit rate... Uh, the resolution to like 360p or 240p or something and when I talk about internet speeds and I uh, buff a video which I also put on my Snapchat actually I'm not sure if you saw my Snapchat um, no, like, do no I still one have has it? ever I mean I was talking to you specifically Paul so no. I don't know if I, I probably so did if I, I probably just turned through to be honest I had this on my... Ooh, nope. That's not the button I meant to click. Nor's that one. Let's fix this. That's better. So I put this on my Snapchat this week. Um, 
a nice little loading uh, pixelation thing, you know, as you do. Um, I do not look best pleased in that video, as you would expect, uh, because net neutrality is a serious issue. The FCC, um, I, you know what, I've, I've ranted about net neutrality so much at this point, but I don't know what to say that I haven't already said. Like, it's that level of, like, just fed up at this point. Like, it, it, it's something that should be talked about and is definitely worth talking about, obviously. Less for us, because we're in the UK and we're not affected by it. See, when, However... When did the net neutrality laws come into place? Because they've not been around for that long, have they? So they came in. They came about in 2015 um, under Obama. Because yeah. I, I, I do. Um, when you said about do the net neutrality subject, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know a bunch, but I need to go and look at some more. And and I actually saw the uh, what should we call it video? Um, Tech Quickie video. Yes, um, was which was talking well. about um, you probably remember about the problem with I think it was Comcast and right. Netflix. Oh um, yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, where uh, Comcast were like, well, you guys are taking up so much of our customers' bandwidth, like by quite some way. Because I mean, like 1080p videos being streamed to thousands and thousands of people takes up a lot of a lot of bandwidth. So yep. and um, eventually, did know, YouTube. Um. <laughs> but eventually, um, Netflix had to pay out to to Comcast um, a sum of money. I don't know whether it was released. I can't remember. Um, I don't think it was. But it's situations like that where it's kind of like, yeah, they're using up a lot of your bandwidth. But as Netflix argued, your customers are paying for their bandwidth whatever they choose to do with it should be their choice uh they're they're paying for both of these services they should be allowed to use it without you um deciding to throttle it and it's things like that which is the problem with not having it about um there are there's probably some benefits to not having um net neutrality um however if people want to start charging um, big companies like Netflix thousands, millions, or whatever, um, because they are pushing a bunch more packets through their services, um, then that cost is going to end up coming back to us um, as, as the user. Not, and they, they can do it both ways, right? That's the issue. They can either charge Netflix or they can say, for four ninety nine, you get the social media bundle where you get Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or maybe not even YouTube actually, probably because that uses up too much bandwidth. And then for another five ninety nine or seven ninety nine, will then like there'll, there'll be like bundles like how you get channels on your TV, right? Yeah, there'll be like there'll be like an extra four ninety nine per month for Facebook, and an extra five ninety nine per month for YouTube, and an extra ten ninety nine per month for Netflix. And that's that's the issue we're looking at. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think the the problem is because um, or well, someone mentioned that in America, um, why has Bixby just randomly started listening? Because <laughs> it's me? American. Oh, for fuck's it's sake, not Bixby! American. Are you against net neutrality too? Don't say anything. Bixby. Oh, I, I haven't asked my Google <laughs> Assistant what his opinion on net neutrality is. That's a good question. But um, 
the in in America there are a lot of areas where you don't have the option to change. Um, That's the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah. most people somehow only have one provider in the US. Yeah, in in the UK we have basically. Well, we have loads of providers. They're just mostly on the same network, except for Virgin Media, who have, yeah. of course. But, um, so it means, though, if they did want to do something like that, they could get away with it um, from uh, forcing customers into it. However, I don't think they would try to do that. What they, w- I think what they would either do is charge the companies um, that are causing the high traffic um which would end up charging us more anyway um but i think more likely they would probably go down the route of um adding things like oh if you want to um get constant high um download streaming whatever going then you're going to have to pay for a higher package where you can get yeah. Uh, either going from a data cap to a uh, to no data cap, or um, like uh, having to pay for higher constant speeds, whatever. There'll be some sort of throttling um, where you have to pay uh, for them to stop the throttling, kind of thing. Um, and not only that, but if you know, if Comcast comes out with a TV show that's supposed to compete against something that Netflix has. They just stop access to Netflix, right? They slow it down, they make it not worth watching, they make it more of a pain than it has to be. And then everyone will go watch their ep- their show instead. And also, I want to see what happens when I do this. Let's find out. So I've got my S7 Edge here, which actually, like, because it's so small on my podcast, it looks uncracked because uh, you can't see the cracks. And the background image I have right now really hides the cracks quite well. Um, like, there's that, like, one cluster in the left-hand side of the screen that you can see. But outside of that, you can't actually see any of the cracks. So let's find out what happens if I go, okay, Google. What's your opinion on net neutrality? I'm not sure. Oh, that was disappointing. Wait, let, let me ask... Is Alexa. net neutrality good? Here's a summary from Advertising Age. The end of net neutrality could be good for marketers and bad for almost everyone else. The federal agency wants to vote to repeal the current net neutrality rules which were enacted to ensure that Americans would have equal access to the internet. Okay, so I'm going to ask Alexa the same thing. Let me turn it up a bit. Um, What do you think of net neutrality? Sorry, I'm not sure. Alexa, is net neutrality good? Sorry, I'm not sure. Well, that's apparently net neutrality already exists for Alexa. <laughs> for four ninety nine, I can give you the answer to that question. But I, I think, um, of course, it's, it's not going to affect us, um, except for maybe in five years' time, where um, the UK might start to think. Oh, we could do the same, uh, like they do with so, so many things. So the but... issue is, we're okay for now, uh, because even if the UK wanted to, they can't because of the EU. Yeah. Uh, so EU, EU law states that is is the reason we have net neutrality in the UK, in the UK basically, or in Europe in general. Mm. Um, however, once we leave the EU, you you never know what might happen. 
Um, and yeah, it's just... It's it's a really good thing that it's it's so obvious that the people the only people against net neutrality are people who have money to make from it. Yeah, right. Uh, it, that's the problem with some of the people they've got in um, in power in the U.S. as well. Now they're now Trump is in power, and some of the people he's brought in with yeah. him um, are his. Are basically business buddies, um, almost in some cases. So it means that there there are a few more laws um, to be put forward that are in the advantage of um, of businesses. And the problem is when they're putting these forward, they come up with all these great reasons for it um, that are actually really hollow. Yeah, the, the, the only benefit rich people. Yeah, uh, usually, I mean, there's usually some good reasons for things, but they're usually a bit overplayed um, from their mm-hmm. hand of things. And forgetting that if there's this much amazing reasons for taking the law away, there's like this much <laughs> and growing and uh, growing. Just, just, just in case you're listening, he had like the slightest amount for good reasons, and then his arms like outside of the screen of the capture area for bad reasons. Just in case you're yeah, listening. I think I might actually have to move. I might need to find a tape measure. Um, go to the opposite side of the room. Yeah, um, just, just across the room. Yeah, but... there, there are there are very there, there are good reasons. However, they're only for the ISPs and the people who stand to make money from the lack of net neutrality, not for consumers and most regular people. Yeah. And on the subject of things that make money and aren't good for regular people, let's talk about loot boxes. <laughs> this will be our final topic for this week, um, I think. I, we're, I we're have about... a sponsor spot, by the way, at the end. Of... Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, do you want to do it now? Or do you want to do it at no, the end? No, we, we can do it at the end. Okay. Uh, what I will say is we're about to hit the one hour mark. So okay. this is going to be a relatively short episode. I have stuff. To, I, I haven't actually packed yet. I'll be honest. I still have some shopping to do. <laughs> you are so, so unprepared. Oh yeah, I'm so not prepared. So I've got a bunch of stuff to do. So we're not going to run it too far past an hour. Um, loot boxes. I might need what, to be more information on, on that. What's your opinion on them? <laughs> um, I've never had them, but they're kind of cool. Um, frankly, I'd no. probably never get them. But no, they're not. Loot boxes are horrible. Um, not not as in uh, uh, loot crate. As I, th- I think that's what you're thinking of, isn't it? Um, are you thinking too, of loot I'm, crate? No, I, I loot boxes. Are you? Th- are you thinking yeah, specifically? I'm... I mean, Star Wars Battlefront Two loot boxes. Okay, in game loot boxes. Yeah. yeah, not like real life. You're thinking of loot crate, which is the service that delivers okay cool yeah. swag to you every month no that not that no wrong but wrong it, kind of loop those no, are the good loot boxes I'm thi- loot well boxes i'm thinking we of want. a few types of loot boxes but do you mean the paid for loot boxes yes i do yes. specifically the ones in star wars battlefront 2. yeah oh for god's sake was it you that was actually telling me about it because i remember speaking to someone about it it might have been week. i don't remember yeah though the yeah the star wars actually it was you but that sounds freaking horrible the the pay to win no it was me because i remember telling you the the, the time yeah yeah Yeah, the pay to win system um that they're so obviously bringing in here Mm -hmm. so interestingly um i i have never seen any 
like group of countries band together saying so quickly on saying um state some of the states have come out germany came out banning loot boxes entirely uh claiming they referred to star wars battlefront 2 as a digital casino that um wait i need to get the exact quote it was so good um germany loot box I want to see what they said. Because it was... Hang on. It, it was like the funniest... Uh, loot box. Star Wars. This is the level of preparation we have going into this. Um, oh yeah, Belgium is moving to ban them entirely. Um, Good... Where was it? Oh, and... Oh, this is less good. Loot boxes do not meet the legal definition of gambling according to the UK Commission. Just as a side note. I found that out just now. Yeah. Well, because they were actually talking about that um, because suddenly this is all coming to question what is gambling and like can some of these uh, stuff in games be considered gambling... Um, they've actually said that possibly this could be the last FIFA with ultimate team packs uh, yes. in some con- or whether it's worldwide or in some countries um, which would if yeah if you're paying for it like for the whole FIFA point system is screwed and suddenly we're going to be paying like 60 70 quids uh, at least for uh, for FIFA to make up EA's money um, I think that's but... slightly different, though, in the sense that um, you because you can buy individual players with points. Like you can either buy a pack or you can buy an individual player, and you. I, I... But that that's with coins that you buy the players. With the FIFA points, you can only buy packs. Yeah, but they'll probably get rid of points. What they'll yeah, probably do is they'll just take a they'll large charge shit. more. They'll probably just take a larger chunk of coins because they currently take what is it like five percent? Call it. Um, mm. so they'll probably just end up taking like 15% for every transaction or something instead um, but yeah here I, I found the quote um, the Belgian commission weighed in referred to loot boxes of gambling uh, the mixing of money and addiction in gaming um, it will require time because we need to go to Europe with this we will absolutely try to forbid it and my favourite line is, this game is a Star Wars themed online casino designed to lure kids into spending money. Yeah. Which is just, that is like such a great okay. line. Wait, what is the minimum age of Star Wars Battlefront anyway? I think it's rated as a 16. Because some, some of the games that have this in are, you, you can only play it over... 18 anyway so it wouldn't matter yeah if it was 18 rate them fair enough oh but the, the rating pending on that one um okay let me that? look on wiki 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 wah, wah. oh 16 yeah uh, yeah okay there we go it takes a lot for a game to be rated 18 in the uk so, you'd be surprised yeah and also but the thing is that does raise the question they're using the word kids for Star well, Wars technically under eighteen, technically under eighteen's are kids, right? So technically, they're not wrong. What what country was it for that? 
Uh, this was, was Belgium. What a Belgian... Don't know also what... 18, I checked. Okay. And and I think the US said basically the same thing as well. Yeah, the, the, the uh, Hawaii state official uh, referred to EA as predatory... And even said, and even said, it's a trap, like referencing Star Wars. <laughs> he he uh. in his speech he said, we we are here today to ensure future protections for kids, youth, and everyone when it comes to the spread of predatory practices in online gaming and the significant financial consequences it can have and has been having on families around this nation. Yeah. Um... There's definitely a limit, though, right? I feel like there's some level of pay-to-win, I understand. In the sense that, hit, hit me out, if it's Rocket League, for example, right? Rocket League costs 15 quid. All the all the purchases in that game are aesthetic, right? More or less. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because you either get, like... Because most of the new cars don't really make a major difference. So, you... you yeah. Right. So imagine that kind of thing, or something like uh, Warframe, right? That game is free to play, but it has in-game purchases. Which is how they make their money. Which is how they make money. It's a very different structure. What I feel like EA tried to do with Battlefront 2 is they tried to double dip, right? They charged Mm. full price for the game, and then they also put in microtransactions. Yeah. Um, See, the problem is when they're doing this, um, as you say, full price is... A full AAA title price uh, was it like forty, fifty quid? Um, sixty, sixty. Uh, so even worse than most games. I mean, FIFA cost me like fifty, fifty-five quid. Um, I think it was. I think I got it actually cheaper than it was meant to be. It's meant to be sixty as well. You can't charge so so much money uh, for a game because that's a lot of money. I mean, most people. A lot of the people buying these games. Oh, if, like, wait, my sorry, age, that's I was, a lot of I hours. was wrong. I was wrong. It's uh, fifty-five pounds for the regular version, seventy for the deluxe version, and um, all that gets you is uh, a couple of the unlocks. Actually, <laughs> <sighs> but it, it's like you can't charge so much money for it. Then ask people to, um, or to expect people then to pay to win. Um, in Rocket League, um, of course, it doesn't really affect your gameplay. There isn't really anything they could do um, to make it a pay-to-win game anyway. But even, yeah, let's say put in like a but, really OP car. Yeah, but the thing is, right. like, unless it was like faster, it was easier to move around or whatever, then it probably wouldn't matter. Um, yeah. But the thing is, they do only charge, uh, and they've all they've ever charged is between 10 to 20 pound really uh, for the game it may have peaked I, I, over than that but that's basically where it's always been um so they've got to make a bit more money somewhere um but for, uh, ea they do it on so many games they charge full triple a prices they started with dead space dead space 3 had a bunch of like yeah. Again, loot box kind of stuff. It wasn't loot boxes. You were like buying guns in the game with real money, like upgrades and stuff. Mm. But it's you know a similar idea. And um, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, one of my favorite YouTubers. He is a uh, one of the fathers of YouTube. I refer to him right. One of the guys who, you know, he's, he's not not even OG, but like PewDiePie and uh, I don't know uh, Syndicate. 
they're, they're kind of young, hip YouTubers, right? They're of the moment a lot of yeah. the time. Whereas Boogie2988, uh, Woody's Gamertag, Philip DeFranco, like these kinds of people are more like, you know, they're, they're a bit more like consistent in mm. the sense that like, you know, uh, Philip DeFranco does like news videos um, and he's, they've been around Drummer for a lot. Of, they've... Oh God, no, no, not drop, not Ke- anyone but Keemstar, anyone but Keemstar. Um, but you know, he, he was saying that if, if you're a company like EA and you can't take Star Wars and a developer team and you still can't make money without putting in these microtransactions, you, you shouldn't be a company that exists. Like, mm. you shouldn't be making games. You just suck at your job at that point. I, I, you, I think like, the problem is they want the maximum money they can and yeah. they're, they're just too greedy um, with it. And it's... And you know the problem is if they if the microtransactions get banned, we're gonna start to see FIFA releases that are seventy or eighty pound at a minimum just to make uh so they can get their money, um, still. I think the price of games is going up at some point in the next couple of years. I think we're kind of due that, right? Cause I don't know, it's went up it... over the... It used to be £40, or like £30, £40 pound was the standard so they, release Yeah, price. They, they, they tend to go up every like 10-ish years, like 5 to 10 years, right? Because mm. if you go really far back, games used to be like 5 10 pounds. They've been a, around that like 50, 60 mark-ish for, a, it's for only quite been a for while. A, it's only been for about three or four years because I'm pretty sure it only cost me £40 for FIFA 14. So it four might years be ago. then. So, you know, I think we're moving to... But we are nearing a point where it will like jump a bit more. I think it will jump to about £80. And I think four AAA titles... Not necessarily FIFA, but there are a couple of AAA t- mm. a titles I see myself potentially paying that for like uh gta for example if that was 80 pounds i'd kind yeah. of understand I, and that um, and with games like that though they put years into the making of it oh yeah gta 5 was in work for like eight years yeah and even once you've uh, finished the usually um massive um campaigns then you have an unlimited amount of multiplayer after that. They mm-hmm. add extra maps and add-ons that other people can make as well. So it's something that you don't really... You actually get the hours out of that money. But FIFA, it's around for a year, then they get your money with another FIFA, and at most they add in some extra cards in Ultimate Team, and they update a few players overall. So there isn't... Um, apart from actually the one time they've actually added a major thing to the game that isn't just a game fix or whatever was when they did the World Cup Ultimate Team in FIFA 14. That was so good. That, that was, was such actually, a good... A I'm surprised note, they didn't charge, to be honest. That was so great. That, like, I, mean, I remember that. I, I think the only reason they didn't charge is they probably realised how much microtransactions they can get and they bit, didn't really change the game too much to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, because I, I I guarantee you from their point of view they already had all the players right they already have all yeah, the models they had they it's just had to make like, a new card design and it's, it's a matter of like menus. yeah new card design the game mechanics menus. were the same so for them but I guarantee you that was probably like a month's work if that yeah like, for a few exactly guys like, kind of thing yeah it was like it was a backburner project that they decided you know what screw it let's make it happen mm. and the subject of making it happen. 
I'm going to make the end of this podcast happen. Paul, thanks for coming on. It was great. It was pre-recorded, which means it was different. We're in ultra high quality. Look at us go. However, horrible, as always, if people want to know where to find you, where's the best place to go? Um, the best place to go is smpy.tech. Um, you'll find my Twitter there, and I do post interesting shit occasionally on there. Um, actually, Only occasionally? Yeah, once a year. Um, <laughs> but I, I do have a sponsor today. Um, yes, yes. Oh I, oh, I forgot about this. So, so go on, tell us about your sponsor. As people know... Um, I had a big order of Skittles coming in earlier in the week. Oh, yeah, so, you did so well. I, I got in contact with, with the company. And it turns out they're, they're going into um, the market of sweets that make, make you poo. So they, they've renamed it oh, to... Oh, no, to... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that is See, so bad. Don't say it out loud or I will murder <laughs> you. <laughs> if you. If you want to see what it is, go to the YouTube. Uh, you, you can probably tell. Uh, if not, if, if the joke evades you... Go to the YouTube version, skip to whatever it is, one minute, twelve, uh, one hour, twelve minutes into the thing, near the end of the podcast. I wasn't see the joke. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go with it. Then I kind of realised how you would react, and yeah. that would just make it so much better mm, for me. No, if you want to see it, go to the video version. It's near the end. You will. Uh, Paul, thank you for being on. It's been great having you. If you do like this podcast, hit like. If you don't, that's a bit rude. You were here for like an hour and a quarter. Um, so if you want to find out more, we are changing our time. This is a lot, the last time I'll tell you before we do it. As of next week, it will be 6 p.m. GMT. It is a couple of hours earlier. Um, for me, it's a couple of hours later. It might be 5 p.m. GMT. I'm not certain yet. But for the time being, it's probably going to be... It, it, it will almost certainly be 6. Follow me on Twitter... Uh, snpy.tech slash twitter to make sure you're up to date on that uh, slash facebook for facebook if you want to listen to the audio version it's available at snpy.tech slash podcast or if you have an apple device and you slash itunes uh, to get it on itunes or go to google play store or buy an android device yes all that that works too highly recommended in fact but yeah thank you for uh thank you for listening i uh, hope you had as much fun uh, listening as we did filming it. It was a good episode of the podcast, I feel. We had some nice conversation. Even if Waterloo Road isn't technically tech. That was a good conversation, is, yes. It is it is good enough for me. It they, is they there used was a tech guy to film it. For, yeah, there was there was there were cameras involved, probably a couple of computers for editing with, and then some form of publishing software. So there we are. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week when we will be live, unlike this time when we aren't live. However, next week we will be we'll be going so make sure to go to smpy.tech slash live to join the conversation on YouTube and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash snappytech. If you didn't see our six hour live stream, go and watch that. I'm currently working on and I, I was gonna mention this to Paul, but I am I think I mentioned it over Facebook or something, but I am working on a highlights reel. It will be about ten minutes long, that's the plan. It's a six hour pod, uh, episode we we streamed. So there's a lot of condensing to be done. Um, however once that's done it will be up uh, probably in the next couple of weeks Uh, I'll mention it on the podcast once that's up thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time bye